News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, there were over 14,000 contacts to the National Rape Crisis Centre helpline last year from people seeking support as a result of sexual violence. That's according to the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre's annual report, uh, which will be launched by the Minister for Education, Norma Foley, later today. We're joined by Nolene Blackwell, CEO of the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre. Uh, Nolene, we've been talking about the impact of the pandemic. Uh, interesting that the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre are saying that the lifting of COVID restrictions last year resulted in a rise in new cases of, of rape and assault. Yeah, and um, I, I think probably new cases, Shane, and also people who disclosed only after restrictions yeah. were lifted. Um, so it's a combination of both, and as ever, we're unsure exactly where it was. But there were two things in 2021. One was that, again, during the times of most restriction, less people contacted us, less people got the help that they needed. Um, that is, that is, seems to be a feature of reporting sexual abuse and rape right around the world. People prioritise other things, like here was talking about schools and things. Those are the things that occupy people at the time. But definitely then, as as restrictions lifted, as social life came back, there was that rise in people who were socialising uh, and obviously a rise in the number reporting as well. But we actually think... In some ways, we are putting this down to COVID because that's people said it was when they went back out again. But actually, what we're seeing in our numbers is every single year, a bit of an increase in our numbers. Like we've been collecting uh, statistics on the people who contact us uh, for decades. And because we run the national 24-hour helpline, we probably get a snapshot, but only of the people who know enough to contact us. So we're not saying it's the full picture, but every single year it's up that 500 contacts, half of them new people, you know, so we're, so we're getting every year an increase in the numbers of people disclosing. And certainly some of our staff have the sense that people recognise a bit more that they can reach out for help. There's more capacity to recognise that it's not your fault if you're raped or otherwise sexually abused and that there is help out there and that you should go for it. Okay. Um, you're still, though, concerned about a lack of um, education you, you believe, oh, in, yeah. in our schools. Yeah. So so that's so at the level of service provision we're dealing with people who've already experienced abuse and who are deeply hurt by it. Like the, the level of harm can be lifelong. It can it need not be and it won't be in some people, but for some it can be. So that's those who have suffered the harm already. So in some ways our focus on, on education, awareness raising, consent, all of these things are about preventing the harm in the first place. And we are really pleased that Minister Foley, Minister for Education, has said that she will launch her annual report because we see the large part schools have to play, education has to play in giving our young people the words and the tools and the concepts that they need. Because quite frankly, as it stands right now, we are coming across young adults, uh, adolescents, uh, young people who have no information apart from what they get from their smartphones. And alas, what they get from their smartphones is uh, often abusive, wrong, um, it, it, no it, doubt. pornographic, no and, doubt. Yeah. and it is not 
teaching them Noreen, good sexual behaviour. Noreen, just before I let you go, can I just ask you briefly, it just um, a report in the Irish Independent today um, uh, suggesting uh, that, that your uh, rape victims who, who have substance abuse problems must be clear for a year before they can access. Now, I, I must stress this is long-term rape crisis yeah. uh, uh, counselling. Um, just just your, yeah. your, your response uh, to that or, or the thinking behind yeah. that. Yeah, so so uh, I suppose the thing is that somebody coming to us for therapy for long-term counselling is not coming to a place where they don't have to do a whole heap of hard work and where they don't have to be ready. So while, of course, the helpline is there for everybody in all circumstances, uh, the reality is if you're coming in for long-term counselling into us, you have to be assessed as ready to do it. And those who are in active addiction at a time, we will direct them elsewhere to deal with that addiction first. Because again, for the over 40 years of work we've been doing and as we develop therapy, our current understanding is that we are not, we are not able to help people who are also dealing with active addiction problems at that stage. It's tough and I can tell you our therapists hate it when they have to assess people as not ready to take the therapy. But it's a process, Shane. It's like saying, go, you know, if you break your leg, there's no point going to physiotherapy immediately. You have to deal with the break first. And, and that's the way that our processes work. Nolene Blackwell, CEO of the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. If anyone was affected by the issues discussed, they can contact the National 24-hour helpline of the Rape Crisis Centre at 1-800-77-88-88 News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk